It looks something like this. Greetings, greetings, and more greetings to you all. It is I, your one and only host, the Cosmic Jedi. It has been a long time, a long hiatus. I have returned. Today's podcast episode is going to be something different and quite unique. Are you ready, brothers and sisters? Grand Ryzen, good afternoon, good evening, good night, and Hotep, peace be upon thee. Peace be upon you all and your family, your loved ones, your children, your lovers, your body parts, your mind. Abundance upon all you all. All you all? All you all? <laughs> it's already going to be a great show, as you can tell. If I don't flop during my recording once, the show's a dud. Multiple flops means multiple awesome parts of the show. Allow me to gulp some water right now. I'm done gulping my water. Today's idea, or today's idea, today's show, I was inspired by nostalgia. Yes, that's the key word for today's show. Nostalgia. But enough of my monologue. I always start with a very long, maybe minute or two monologues just to get my vocal cords moist. Yes, lubricated and ready for elixir excretion. <laughs> it's been too long, family. What's good, peeps? How are you all doing? Hope everyone's well. Like I said, abundance to you all. Love and blessings to you all. Love and kindness. Gratitude to you all. Happiness to you all. Abundance in your monetary, monetary situations. Abundance in your health even. Stop that smoking. Stop the weed intake. I'm not here to police what you're doing. I'm just, I'm just, you know, if you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing, you're not meant to be doing, it's not good for you or not meant for you. May you be given the will, power, the strength and courage to remove it from your life on your system and your vessel. Enough monologuing. This might be a very long or short show. When you're done listening, do feel free to comment below or send me a message in the DMs, you saucy minx, you. Yes, you saucy, saucy minx. And let me know if you remember the title of the tunes. I shall be playing in a moment. This show might get wild as well. It is a Thursday evening after all, and I'm feeling quite um, moist and freaky. So it might change up a bit. I might change up. I might change. I might change it up a bit later. Who knows? Yes. Now behave yourselves. It's not what you're expecting. I can guarantee you because you have no idea what journey I'm about to take you on. As you never do, that's the fun part of my shows, is it not? Yes. This is the Cosmic Jedi Show, for those who do not know. Welcome newcomers, my beautiful, beautiful newcomers. Familiars, regular familiars. There's one particular constant member that enjoys these shows. This constant member will surely be pleased the show has made a return. I can just about hear the constant member saying, Fine, freaking Lee. He releases a podcast worth gracing thy ears with. Let us begin. Like I said, I guarantee you did not see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
Saturday morning cartoons, anyone? 80s children's cartoons, anyone? Where, where, let's go. Eh, eh? What, what, what? Let's go. Let me see if you guys would even know this tune, right? This is a big tune. A big tune at is what? Don't rap in man though. Don't rap in man in it. Don't rap with man, bruv. Bruv, you, you out here thinking you're big in it, bruv. What tune is this? What tune? Yeah. As soon as you hear this tune right now, if you listen to my podcast, them regular OG familiars on my tunes, yeah? You know what tune on my tunes, on my show. You know what tune this is. Just DM me real quick whilst you're listening to it. Listening to it. Just like, yo, I know what tune this is, fam. Pop, pop, pop. Type it in the keypad, then. That's how your keypad sounds when you're typing it. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Blood clots. Let's go. I I might also I might also you know wreck some of your childhood memories with my ad libs to these tunes. Some of them don't require ad libs. I'm not even doing the ad libs like they require them. But some of them like they're begging for it. The the spaces in between where there's no lyrics and it's just a tune. I'm like yo, it's spicy right now. I need to ad lib. I need to add some extra juice. Extra oomph, you know, extra kick to the ting in it. You know what I'm saying, bro? Hey. Mm-hmm. Let's go. This guy, this anyone who's watching this, you know what? I, I'll think I'll send the link to everyone else. What? What? Gotta love that. I am Adam, secret defender of the castle of Grayskull. I am Adam. What? That's a very soft, cool, calm, collective voice for a hero. I am Adam. Yes. Yes. Welcome, villains. I shall take your head off now with thy sword. Yes, yes. My name is Adam. I am Adam. Yes. Welcome to the castle of death. Aha. Yes. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me. I'm sorry, dude. Dude, there's no way I'm saying that when any villain or villains come near me. How the hell did you get your powers? Fabulous powers were revealed to me. <laughs> no. Don't worry about it. Come out to kick your ass. Don't worry about where I got my powers from. Fabulous powers are revealed to me. The day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull. I have the power. Classic. Classic. If you were a superhero or superheroine, heroine, heroine? Not, not the drug heroine. Her, her, a female superhero how would you feel about having cringer as your cat as your battle animal every time so that means prior to jabbing him or jabbing prior to zapping him with the grayskull power you'd always be cringing in i don't want i don't want to do it yeah 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 oh no that's a different character actually i'm merging two characters together so let me know comment section below how would you feel if Cringe, cringe-worthy cat was your battle cat. I wonder if He-Man can still kick ass without calling upon the sword. I do wonder if Adam 
before he becomes He-Man can kick. I, I've forgotten the law. Maybe Blade might know this, especially since they didn't. Well, I didn't even watch the, let me not say since they didn't express it in the Netflix show. I didn't finish watching the uh, recent Netflix, both versions of the um, He-Man shows they put up. Both of them are crap to me. So maybe they explained the law where He-Man calls upon a different entity that's passed away or like an ancestor or he's calling on his older version of himself. Like Shazam calls on the powers of um, the wizards, right? So I, I don't, does, does Shazam become an older version of himself or someone else with Billy Batson's mind inside the body? Because it feels like he becomes an older version of himself as if this is how he would look when he grows up. So surely there must be some aspect of immortality applied or going on there because Billy Batson can't stay a child forever. He's got to become a teenager or a teen forever and become an adult. So when he becomes an adult and he calls out Shazam, does he still look like the adult version of his, of his current self and just become stronger? Or does he even have the power in him and doesn't need to Shazam himself anymore? Interesting. Very in something I would like for them to even touch, touch on in the, um, the movies, the second one coming out, like there's a little conversation between themselves, especially as they're growing, because they're human beings, right? Just calling upon the power. Whereas like, um, like Black Adam, Black Adam doesn't, because I don't, again, again, like I said, I don't know the lore behind it, because I know Black Adam is fixed. His his form is as is. He's not a child that becomes or, call, or calls upon the powers, even though the powers are bestowed upon him. But I guess that's what the movie might explain or will explain, hopefully, when the Black Adam movie comes out. I'm looking forward to it partially. Partially. Dex, let me know what you feel. I'm not a fan of The Rock anymore. I think this, it's because he's becoming too much for me. The Rock is definitely becoming too much. Everything is rock, 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 rock. Man down. Where you from? So I'm hoping he does Black Adam because I actually like Black Adam's character. I don't mind his anti-hero or anti-hero thing. I really enjoy his character and his story so far, the whole thing about people coming into his land, which was Kemet. I don't know if it was Egypt, Egypt or somewhere around Egypt or close to Egypt, you know. So if if that's the story that they're going to be casting or going to be uh, telling through the Black Adam story, I wouldn't mind that as long as they depict well. But you and I both know they're going to put some fair skinned dudes and ladies on screen and say they're Egyptians, which those of us who know, know, we know the truth. We know, no, we know they're brown people. They're brown, brown people. But anyway, let's proceed with the nostalgia. Ranger became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. The most powerful man in the universe, Adam? That's not boasting too much. You, you're just stating facts. You're stating the truth. You're just stating the obvious, like the most powerful man in thy universe, Adam? I don't know, cuz. There's a bold claim, bruh. It's a bold claim. He says he's the most powerful man in the universe. Only three others share this secret. Our friends, the Sorceress, Man at Arms, and Orko. Together, we defend Castle Greyskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. Cartoons like these used to be the cartoons you used to watch in between or looking for or waiting patiently for the main reveals or the main, main, uh, piece, piece de resistance, right? It's like, you just watch gummy bears is okay. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, um, the Smurfs, there were some douchebag characters, some silly characters who didn't listen, but I didn't mind watching it. My brother and I didn't mind watching this till we got to the main thing we came here for, AKA Batman, for example, or some big boy cartoons like Rambo. I hope they feature Rambo um, theme song in this one actually. 
with stories to share. All through the forest they sing out in chorus, marching along as their song fills the air. make you want to sing for real oh my gosh see this is a classic one i just couldn't stand the stupidity level of this guy don't get me wrong i watched the show every time the show was on i would watch it but the fact that his, his niece always solved the mysteries and she and the dog always helped him out i was thinking so how is this guy this intelligent or supposed to be this skilled but his niece is the, the smarter one Wait, I'm watching this right now and he's got a mustache. Did, did Inspector Gadget ever have a mustache? I don't remember this guy having a mustache before. Inspector Gadget. Bum, ba, lum, ba, lum. Bum, ba, lum, ba, lum. Inspector Gadget. Bum, bum. Bam, bam. Inspector Gadget. Dun, 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 dun. I wonder how they even made him. I've never seen the origin cartoon or a cartoon, yeah, origin story for Inspector Gadget, how he became the inspector with the gadgets in his body because he looks like he's made like this. It's like a weird, no one else questions how he does what he does because it's a cartoon. Mm, I don't buy it. There's something going on there because he doesn't look bionic or android-like. He looks like a regular dude, a little pale in the face. Why he has a mustache, I don't know. Should I Google him right now? Because I do not remember Inspector Gadget having a mustache. <laughs> It's like a Loki Mandela effect. Go gadget, go. Inspector Gadget. I wonder if it's a French cartoon as well. Oh, classic. What? No, hold on. Monster Minds. Oh, yeah, this is a classic. They all seem to be classics to me. This was a, this cartoon only, only came on Saturdays. There were cartoons that used to come on a particular weekdays, especially in the morning before school. And when we had um, half term back home, we'd stay, you know, stay up, not stay up late, wake up early, extra early to watch certain cartoons. But this cartoon was a Saturday only cartoon. So we all know, yes, Saturday morning cartoons for sure. My brother and I, uh, we used to watch this TV channel called Mnet. TV, TV channel called Mnet, that was like, it was like their Netflix or our old school Netflix version then. And they had a kids, a kids, a kids TV channel called yeah, KTV, Mnet. And there was a battalion of some awesome, awesome cartoons. Thanks to that channel. My good Lord, we watched some amazing cartoons growing up that uh, fed our childhood uh, minds to, to this day when we hear theme songs. There's some songs out here I just start crying instantly, no waste of time, just because of the good vibes and good feelings you get. But let's proceed. Do 
unite the magic root and lead his lightning league to victory over the changing form of Saw Boss. Someone think a cartoon's name as well be the Saw Boss. <laughs> I mean, when you wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of this regular human life. I'm a mutant. I've got to find a name for myself. I know what it is. Saw boss. I'm a saw and I'm a boss of saws. Side note, how is it that every villain in some of these cartoons that weren't human spoke very good English? Most of them, if not all of them. And then their names were very English names. It's a very kind thing to do when you're from another planet and you're fighting a, humi, a human. Then you take time to learn their language out of all their languages. You've got French, you've got Spanish, you've got Latin, you've got um, Yoruba from Nigeria, Igbo, Hausa. What else is there? Cantonese, Japanese, Chinese, where you say, you know what? Let me see if I can just appeal to their basic level of communication. Ah, it's English, yes. Then I'll give myself an English name. Buzzsaw. You're a mutant from another planet, probably. You turn into creatures that look like plants, because I imagine all other planets must have some form of plant life. That's the whole part of creation, I, I imagine. But you give yourself an English name. Strange. I find that quite peculiar, 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 unless it's another hidden story we haven't seen or the cartoons never delved into where he was human, he got kidnapped by aliens and taken to another planet, got experimented on, and he, his, his family too was, was kidnapped. And then the experimentations went wrong, and then he and his family broke out, and because they have the memories of their lives as humans, because they become these mutated things, he's like, oh my god, my powers look like a buzzsaw. Buzzsaw. Buzz, you know what? I was a boss in my previous job till these guys kidnapped us and took us to another planet. I know what I'll call myself. Saw boss. Instead of giving his minions or his family members who became his minions different names, but still English names. <laughs> Wheeled warriors explode into battle. Lightning strikes. There's a power that comes from deep inside of you. <laughs> you must imagine the fun these guys are having in the studios coming up with these theme songs not even coming up in, as in singing them after writing the lyrics the, the, that lady or the dude who was in the mic wheeled warriors they must have been having a ton of fun let's proceed Wild Warriors. Oh, classic. Mm. Big Man Shun. You've reached this part of the show. You're still listening. Thank you very much, by the way, for sticking around because I know my monologues can be quite long and my interruptions and ad libs, which is part of the show, by the way, I will be pausing and playing a lot. If you've gotten this far to the show, DM me again. Type the name of this cartoon. Don't Google it. Don't Shazam it. Don't Shazam it. Type the name of the cartoon and you'll probably be like, I'm in timestamp. Uh, what, what, what time is it? 22 minutes in, 23 minutes in. The name of this cartoon is yada yada yada. 
proceed to listen in the podcast. Thank you very much. There's a part that's coming up now where the guitar or is it it's either a guitar or a piano. I think it has to be the guitar. It just goes pew pew. If you have very keen ears, you would hear it. But these guys are feeling themselves so much where the third part just comes in, mask, and a mirror, mirror. You might hear it. If you, if you have keen ears, you hear it. If not, I'll put it back again one more time. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Oof. My God, eh? Doodle power. We're really hip. And the green. Feather attacks. This is the Evergreen Forest. Quiet, peaceful, serene. That is until Burt Raccoon. Oh, the raccoons. I can imagine if they did a rendition of this, it would have to be Rocket Raccoon. That's the star of the show. I actually used to watch this as well. We watched so many silly cartoons growing up just to get to the good action ones. But you gotta give people kudos in the past though, you know, to keep children entertained and adults entertained. This is what they were making and producing, I mean with some very intricate storylines, some of them as well. And the whole good versus evil thing. And teaching you how to be kind, teaching you how to be a good person as a child or a teenager or an adult. Some of these cartoons help with them um, a good moral compass as well. Very, very good. Hey. When there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? When there's something strange, but I didn't that lady, who you gonna call? Oh, eh, eh? 
Hey! What? Let's go! Hey! For real! Come on, come on! This cartoon was packed with so much symbology, especially now that I'm older. All seeing eye, which is positive. For those people who see it as negative, that's your choice. It is what it is. The pyramid, the villain's name called Mamra. Is that Mamra? That's his name, right? Mamra. Is it stop? Monstar is um Silverhawks. Mamra. I'm like, dude, come on, son. Come on, son. Cat symbology as well, or Sphinx, feline energy symbology. But that's just me. What do I know, right? Hmm. Big tune. Big tune. <laughs> The battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons, Transformers, robots in disguise. Somewhere in the dark and nasty regions, what song is this one? Nobody goes. Stands an ancient castle. Deep within this dank and uninviting Oh, Docula's um, theme song. Oh, it's not. My bad. Overworked servant of the thing upstairs. But that's nothing compared to the horrors that... Don't you open that trap door. There's always something, something down, down there. there. In the dark, waiting. His voice, his voice, his voice reminds me of um, Severus. Uh, Severus Snape from um, Harry Potter. I can't remember the actor's name that played... Play his character, soul rest in peace. I wonder if that's. The, I wonder if he voiced this actually, but his voice would have been much softer then because he really sounds like Severus Snape. To come out. Open that trap door. You're a fool if you dare. Stay away from that trap Because there's something down there. <laughs> It is the 31st Oh, I dislike this song so much. I, this cartoon was rubbish. When he rescued the children and his dislike the song. But the ancient gods of Olympus are angry and threaten a terrible... Ancient gods of Olympus. Yo, they were doing some big boy uh, storytelling then, man. Ancient gods of Olympus? I knew nothing about Olympus till I got to what, what age? When, when did I first see Hercules when I first came to this country? What, 16? 15, 16? That's when I, f I first knew about Hercules like that. I don't even know if I knew about Zeus then. Although we did watch Clash of the Titans, the original. So we were aware, but not whilst watching Ulysses and like, yeah, Ulysses is the descendant of the Olympians or something. Never. Big, big boy storytelling then, boy. Wow. Revenge. Mortals, you defy the gods. I sentence you to travel among unknown stars. Until you find the kingdom of Hades, your bodies will stay as lifeless. As stone. 
watching this actually growing up mm, I remember it in 2086 two peaceful aliens journeyed to earth seeking our help in return they gave us the plans for our did you just say 2086 that must have been like light years away from us when I was like what was this 80s cartoon 19 what 1980, oh no. So around 1990, yeah, 1991, 1990, all the way through then. Because this cartoon came on when he's still in the 90s for us. In 2086. Damn, that's just not long away from now. Hyperdrive. So it's like one of those weird cartoons with a predict, predict the future. Predict the future. Hyperdrive in 2086. Ah, this dudes are telling stories too, man. 2086 must have seemed so, seemed so far away to them. They thought, yes, a good time period. 2086, though. And there's a, um, a sentient being that looks like it's a mix, a crossbreed between a humanoid and animal. So what, what's that? Be is it a beast? Beta? Two peaceful aliens journeyed to Earth, seeking our help. In return, they gave us the plans for our first hyperdrive, allowing mankind to open the doors to the stars. Mm -hmm. Big tune. We have assembled a team of unique individuals to protect Earth and our allies. Courageous pioneers committed to the highest ideals of justice and dedicated to preserving law and order across the new frontier. Hmm. And dedicated to preserving law and order across a new frontier. And dedicated. Wait, he said dedicated. He said it with his balls. Not his soul. His balls. And dedicated. Justice. And dedicated to preserving law and... And dedicated. <laughs> ...order across the highest ideals of justice. And dedicated to preserving law and order across the new frontier. These are the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. That boy was feeding himself. These are the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. 180. No guts, no glory. Dee -dee -dee -dee. Daddy to do it Again, some really, really, I would say some spiritual symbology right here. No, this is not the Star of David because Star of David is a six-pointed star. But this, the sigils, they even, this dude even had uh, the star, the five-pointed star sigil underneath his feet as he was transforming. Very strange. It's almost like seeing a five-pointed star a pentagram or hexagram at the base of the feet of the um, Starfleet Enterprise every time they were being beamed up to another planet or beamed up from the spaceship to another planet or back onto the spaceship. Strange. I'm, I mean, I'm not against it. It's not, it's not you know, bothering me, but just certain things that you miss as a child or teenager growing up watching these cartoons and movies that you now 
pick up on as you're older. Obviously, some sexual innuendo, standard, because adults are making these cartoons, not children. So maybe one or two or some of them will just fling in one or two things just for the fun of it. But the symbology, like witchcraft, and when I say witchcraft, I'm not afraid of witchcraft because witchcraft is just like science, neutral. If anything, the primary function of all these things are for good and positivity. Only dickheads and douchebags misuse these things. And then people start to fear um, witchcraft itself. Witchcraft itself is not inherently evil or bad or linked to Satan. Everything that is on this planet, every magic, every expression of magic and abilities comes from one source. It is when it's manipulated or, you know, used for misconduct, then you can say this is the dark side or disorderly side or deficient side of magic. Hmm. Definitely awesome seeing this on screen. Seeing a brown character on screen, non-Caucasian character for once on screen. Yes, I ate up all the cartoons as children. There were cartoons, they were entertaining, there were stories. Same way people read books, same way people watch movies. Storytelling is part of the human collective. It's how you tell that story and what medium or mediums you used to tell the story. Art is one medium. Um, sculptures is another medium. The bronze work is another medium. Even weaponry is another form of art. Uh, calligraphy is another form of art. Hieroglyphs, uh, oral tradition being passed on. Clothes, another form of art. How you cook is another form of art. The planet itself, creation itself, is a story and art in of itself. So hell yeah, when Bravestar came on TV, I'm like, yes, please. And I don't think people understand how these things affect children growing up. To the extent that when my son was born, his mom and I made sure to show him this cartoon and other cartoons that had similar characters who were brown people. So that way we didn't, because our parents didn't know any better. And because now we're wiser and much older, we know better for ourselves and our children. So, you know, for those of us who choose to say, hey, there's a plethora of other characters out there. Thankfully now to the DC and other cartoon companies, I can't remember right now as I'm recording this show, who have released um, characters such as um, Static Shock. Li is it Lightning? What's his name? What's the new one that came on uh, CW recently? Lightning. <laughs> this is Future Me editing. I just remembered the guy's name. It's Black Lightning. See ya. So the fact that someone found time to create this character, Brave Star, as a different cartoon, because the, the cartoon is already set. The world they've even put it in is set. Why did they make the character brown? From what I remember, he's got native or African, Native American or Native or African, for lack of better terms, since I do not understand the full traditional original terms for um, our extended family in America as a collective. So the terms I understand so far is Native American, or I'll say Native American and Native African. And obviously, if anyone knows a better term, to let a brother know. 
or a truthful term, not even a better, more truthful term, closer to the um, original terms and, and original names to um, our people in America. But the fact that the artists or the company or the collective said, yeah, we're going to make him a brown person, brown brother, and he'll have Native American or Native American African slash Native African ancestral connections is dope. Beautiful, beautiful cartoon. In the near future, Doc Terror and his cyborg companion hacker unleash their forces to conquer Earth. Only one force can stop this evil, a handful of brave men. In specially created exobrains, they can be transported anywhere to fuse with incredible assault weapon systems being down from the space station sky vault. This song sounds familiar. Oh, it must sound, it reminds you of another cartoon song. But imagine how old these cartoons um, are that different companies were picking them up and then streaming them essentially on their own platforms, on their own, on their own cable channels. It's, I find it very, very interesting. Like, like a cartoon must have been so good at different companies. I don't even know how the logistics have worked then. Were they paying them? Were they um, buying their licenses? I know like Hanna-Barbera, those guys' licensing is fixed hard, 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 hard. You got either buy their, their is it Blu-rays or DVDs or whatever. I don't think you're finding Hanna-Barbera cartoons for free anyway, just like that. From what I remember anyway, those guys were, I remember I heard um, things about their licensing. They're not just willingly giving it out to anyone. It's, it's a tough licensing. So that means I can imagine like Netflix with them, with Disney, the the contract terms they have is for a short-term period. So I imagine it's the same thing with um, Hanna-Barbera. Still patiently waiting Netflix. Netflix, if you're listening, or whatever big boss company out there to just finally release these cartoons on their platform. You will see all the OG people jump on your platform. You guys are looking for subscribers, right? Netflix, OG cartoon, 80s cartoons, 90s cartoons, even bring Felix back. Bring Felix back. Felix the cat. Bring them OG cartoons. Don't, don't, you know, if, polish them if you, if you must. Give them a little HD upgrade if you must, but bring them back. You guys want subscribers? You will see the OG peeps who have children and who want to watch the OG cartoons with their current children. Guys, easy bank, easy money, easy money. I wonder who else is singing this soft melody into Netflix's ears. Get them OG cartoons. You guys are looking for subscribers? Yo, yo. Thundar the Barbarian. Year 1994. From out of space comes a runaway planet hurtling between the Earth and the Moon, unleashing cosmic destruction. I like that. He said unleashing cosmic destruction. Man's civilization is cast in ruin. 2,000 years later, Earth is reborn. damn. New world rises. 2,000 years. You see what I'm saying? These boys are telling stories 2,000 years, though. That's far, bro. Dude, that's a lot. ...from the old, a world of savagery, super science, and sorcery. But one man bursts his bonds to fight for justice with his companions, Oopla the Mott and Princess Ariel. Oopla the Mott? Oopla the Mott. He pits his strength, his courage, and his fabulous sun sword against the forces of evil. That word again, fabulous. So this, is this like a, I don't know, a, a too distant world of, of He-Man's people and this dude? Because He-Man had fabulous powers bestowed upon him. And this guy has a fabulous sword. Hmm. 
Hmm, world building, I see, huh? His courage and his fabulous sun sword against the forces of... My bad, I missed it. Fabulous sun sword. Sounds like sun worshipping to me. Is it? Is it me or just... No, all right. Evil. That was pretty cool. They did an opening and gave you the story of the Earth getting destroyed by the asteroid or meteor. Then the 2000 years later and told you how he got his, no, not how he got his powers, gave the name of the character. And then here he is. And then now it's the intro of the cartoon, the theme song. Big moves. Big moves right there. Storytelling with the intro, big moves. Don't remember how many cartoons I followed in terms of the storyline. Um, I know Conan, Conan the Barbarian. No, Conan the Adventurer, not Barbarian. The cartoon was called Conan the Adventurer. I think the movie's called Conan the Barbarian. I remember that I was following. But I don't remember other cartoons because some of them were, um, is it episodic? And there's another term for the ones that don't really follow a through line in every episode. It's just uh, different adventures, different episodes. But I remember... For sure, um, Conan the Adventure was something I remember following because of the running storyline through each episode. Even though he had different adventures, that storyline through each episode was still there, um, present and permanent. This guy had a battalion of powers, man. My God, he had lots of enemies too. And those cuffs, I used to love those armbands or cuffs he had. It's almost like Batman, but in space, because he had a lot of um, gadgets. Well, he had a lot of powers in that, um, what do you call it, in those armbands. And those sounds that I always use for old cartoons. When they're firing beams. That sound is funny as hell, but you always knew what was happening when you heard that sound. Um, when they did Space Ghost Coast to Coast, I hated that because I thought it was a reboot or an upgrade of the graphics of the Space Ghost cartoon. So I was looking forward to seeing that on Cartoon Network that I realized was some spoof, nonsense, dumb shit that they decided to do. Again, to each their own, but when, when you've got people like me who are drooling for the revival of the OG cartoons, I'm talking the action cartoons and the kiddie ones, too. The, you know, the, the Smurfs and the... Um, the gummy bears and care bears and even my little pony heck yeah i used to watch my little pony and i actually enjoyed my little pony you won't catch me watching the new one today and everyone's feel like they suck there's something about the new ones that just they suck i don't know how to explain it but there's a connection peeps like me um we have with the og cartoons the the ones that try to re re rebrand the same one or refresh it a bit not that they upscale the old ones you know they draw new scenes and new stories but with the same character looks, maybe some tweaks here and there. Like the the revival of the Thundercats one, that wasn't bad. The animation style felt anime-ish. I didn't mind that one, especially the drawing. If you're going to do th do things like that with cartoons like that, I prefer, personally, like the, um, the Avatar Airbender, but the Avatar Wang. Is it Wang? Juan. 
Avatar Huan. Another correction. It's Avatar One. W A N. Avatar One. Um, style. The animation style they they had for Avatar One in the second Avatar story with Korra. Well, in between Korra's season, they told the story of Avatar One. That animation style is so crisp. If anyone felt like, yeah, let me do a reboot for Space Ghost or Thundercats, I'll prefer that animation style. And you got to make it faster. I'm not saying, you know, people of today, when we watch things, we need it faster. But slow pace worked very well then. When you want sharp ass kicking, good storytelling, and you want some good um, choreography. Something that Avatar Last Airbender pulled off by just doing different animations and fight styles that I know they got from the choreography of, a choreography of this um, martial artist and other people that they, they documented. It's, till this day, it holds up. And they didn't have to go all out or something like that, but it made sense. You've got different tribes and different ways of expressing energy, earthbenders, waterbenders, firebenders, airbenders, metalbending, bloodbending. You'd have to move differently to accentuate these, these different forms or these different abilities you have. So, you, you know, it's almost like someone trying to do another avatar and then you're saying they're using their mind to bend because the body doesn't need to be animated anymore it's, you 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 lose you lose people and you you lose the authenticity in the uh, in the animation but i feel when you want to do a rebrand or freshen up version of these old school cartoons especially the big boy ones you know that you like x-men now for example that disney's doing they're carrying on the story of the x-men series that they started that's 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 ballsy I like that shit because the animation style of what if series was was cool, not like the Avatar or not like Thundercats, um, the uh, rebooted cartoon, but it was cool enough to see. Okay, we see your skills, but it felt too. My even my brother said the same thing. He didn't really like it. I didn't mind it, but I've seen better. I'll put it like that. I didn't mind it, but I've seen better. So I do know that, or I do remember hearing that they're sticking with the same animation style in terms of the color grading. And the color tones and whatnot, obviously, upgraded for uh, this day and age and our beautiful eyes. So hopefully they don't do that cel-shaded looking stylish cartoon feel that they did in What If series. I feel if that was a good attempt to start, nice, but don't follow through with that style. You know, switch it up and look at other cartoons that are popular in terms of animation style. But anyway. <laughs> Yep, another Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Their licensing must be so expensive that people aren't even touching them. This used to come in in the afternoon after school. After 3 p.m., I remember this was an afternoon cartoons weekdays. I don't remember this on the weekends. I can't remember, but I remember my brother and I used to binge the heck. Not binge, obviously not binge, but... We used to watch the heck out of this every afternoon. Beautiful cartoon. If this guy got hit, though, it's game over. If he got hit and hit hard, it's game over for him. Uh, game over for him. Always remind, reminds me of um, Gene Gray in the X-Men cartoon. Every little psychic blast. <laughs> Scott, I can't hold it anymore. It's like, girl, why do you have these superpowers? And I, I like the way they... They boosted her up in the movies like, oh, Jean is a fifth level, sixth level mutant. I'm like, no, she's not. In the cartoon, she passes out when she's taking a shit. She ain't no fifth level nothing.
Wait for this. When you, you know your boss, when you call the name of your show, which is your own name, in your own intro, you know you're serious about your shit. You know you are serious about your shit when you call your own name in the show, in the intro of your show. Yeah, he's serious, man. He's serious. He's serious. I even came here to play a different theme song, but I can't even find it now. Okay, let me look for another one that... Big moves. When you when you do a movie, a cartoon movie, a feature length cartoon movie of your own cartoon. It's not like the for when I remember the cartoon, the full movie cartoon didn't come first then they decided to make the series they already did the series even changed it up after then they did the cartoon movie uh that's big moves man that is big moves i'm looking for the original not the original one there's a they had three different versions i don't know if i can find it right now just give me all just give me all the different versions but i can't find yeah it's like it's giving me remix versions but i want the original they, they had three Oh, this is a movie intro, my bad. There it is. Mm-mm-mm. More than meets the eye. to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. Yeah, this is the OG one. This one always made me feel sad when it ended, which is weird. I always had a sad feeling when this part of the song came on. You guys have no idea. Just watching this right now is giving me old school vibes, man. You can, you can just just about tell that the quality is different then because of the sound. I can hear the sound in the headphones now. Sounds so different to when... It looks so cool. So even this one has a nice anime look to it, like a crisp, crisp anime style to it. There's something about it. I think it's when they upgraded them. Oh, look, they look like um, 
Beast Wars now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they upgraded them for, for real. I think to sell more toys. It's weird because this one is called Transformers G1 Season 7 90, 1990 opening. Transformers G1 Season 7 1990 opening. Season 7. Them boys are going up for a long time. Successfully too. Season 7? Yo, even today, if you ask me to watch a show or you recommend a good show for me, my first question is, how many seasons these motherfuckers got? Because some people just recommend a show because some actors are looking good or some fightings are okay or some scenes had nice magic or some people recommend a show and the story is really good that you bond with any or most of the characters in the show and then if anything happens to each character, you know, you feel it. Not like um, Game of Thrones because th that one for me personally was OTT. So if someone had, had um, recommended Game of Thrones um, for me or to me and I'd not since... Assuming I hadn't seen the show yet, someone recommended I'd have been pissed at the person after watching thinking you had me go on this long journey for nothing because they crashed that show. So for example, season seven, someone tells me to watch a show and now I'm like, how long are the seasons and how many episodes in each season? I want to know the characters are compelling, smart, and not making these dumb moves or this soft, soppy bullshit. I can't stand when one character is supposed to be killing someone else and he or she takes long and they aim the gun and do a monologue. If it wasn't for you, I'd still be married to your mother. But it's a shame. Everything that's after that. Why are you doing that monologue and then he gets up and does some spinny Chun-Li uh, hit hot kick and then you fall down. I'm like, no, if you want to kill the guy and you want him dead in the show, kill him. If he's part of the script, kill him. If the audience says they like him and you want to keep him alive for a while, you low-key, you know, look at like you kill him off, no, kill him off camera. And then surprise the audience when he or she comes back next two seasons or so. But don't take long when you've got a gun. Especially when you're chasing the guy. You're shooting, shooting, shooting. You keep missing your shots, right? Each shot you take, you miss. Then when he or she falls down, it's like, yeah, I got you now, sucker. Then you start to do your monologue. If you miss all the particular shots each time you shot at him or this particular character, why is it now you have them pinned on the floor? They've maybe sprained their ankle or they've fallen, but they can't get up in time to reach the gun to do a little suave, you know, with their hand. But the camera's panning down like, look, he's about to do a special kick. Wait for it. He might die. He might not wait for it. Special kick. And then the guy drops his gun. No, I don't like things like that. I feel if you're going to kill someone on screen, especially if it's a movie, and they've fallen down, if they're escaping your shots and they're out of sight or out of range, that's different. But this person has fallen to the ground. You're looking at him or her face to face on the ground. You can lace their body with three shots, one to the head, chest, one to the nyash for good measure. You're doing monologue. Ah, this, the shows like that, it's just nah. nah. I know some people say that's how you're going to make shows last long. There are ways to make it look crisp on screen where you, you, you believe this person almost got killed. Like the tension, like shit, they got away. That, that's, they were dead in my books. Not that they're on the floor laying for so long where they could have been shot multiple times and even the, the villain's minions come beside the, the villain and start monologuing with him and laughing. You all could have sprayed this person with bullets for days but because you want to keep the writing going. No, I feel there's more better ways, more intelligent ways and more compelling ways that when you're watching it, even you try to scrutinize a few scenes, you be like, nah, I give him that. I give him points. There's no way, there's no way I saw that guy escaping so that escape was surprising. But anyway... Or 
forces of the Decepticons. Robots in the sky. Classic big tunes, there, man. Big tunes. This boys didn't waste time making these theme songs. Like I said, when you're in the studio making these theme songs, they must have been moist. The ladies and the men must have been like, yo, what are we going to put together, man? I don't know. Let's write some shit. Can you imagine? Just like music, just like storytelling, the uniqueness and the nuance of telling, uh, writing uh, lyrics down for a particular theme song, the instruments to put together, the yes and the no's, the maybes, and then the finalization of said theme songs that most of us have come to love. It's, a, it's something. It's, for me, it is magical. I find it very, very, very magical. Very magical. Because there's some themes when I hear them like, that's a shit one. Like Ulysses, Ulysses, Ulysses. I dislike that theme song so much. And the cartoon is also whack. Not even whack, it's whack. Ulysses. I don't even want to sing it, so I put it in my brain. Becoming man and machine, power extreme. Max Ray, brilliant sea operations commander. Rockwell, rugged land operation specialist. Ace McLeod, daring air operations expert. The Centurion. The Oh, my son's mother used to watch this. Yes, please go. Eh? Oh, da 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 da. Eh? Eh? Castle Dracula, home for many centuries to a dreadful dynasty of vicious vampire ducks. Legend has it that these foul beings can be destroyed by escape through the heart or exposure to sunlight. This does not suffice, however, for they may be brought back to life by means of a secret rite that can be performed once a century when the moon is in the eighth house <laughs> Witchcraft in a cartoon, boys and girls. I mean, Docula, you slick with it. This is practically a cartoon of a vampire. But because it's a cartoon, you're getting away with certain things. But magic and witchcraft, and this is essentially is disorderly witchcraft. Witchcraft that's not in order with nature or in harmony with nature. This is bringing back the dead. Y'all are slick. Y'all are slick. I give you that. Blood. Are you 
latest reincarnation did not run according to plan. Hmm. 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 Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> oh my god! Hold on a minute. That buzzing is annoying. Let me not do y'all a disservice in the ears. Defenders of the Earth theme song, please. Can we find a cleaner version? Yeah, let's start again, shall we? The Defenders of the Earth. I didn't ask for the remix. There's always someone fasten up. Something, keep it simple. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Out of the sky, his rockets Much cleaner. Jets into battle, flying faster than light. Flash Gordon, Lord of the Jungle, the hero mm -hmm. of the stars. The beasts call him brother, the gods do all. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Master of magic spells and illusions. Enemies crumble in fear and confusion. And drink. Defenders of the earth. Defenders. His strength is a legend. His skills conquer all. Armed with his power, we never will fall. Lothar. Yeah, he was. He was. He was chocolate. Lothar was cocoa. They made that brother brown, brown. You know what I mean? That's a coffee brown. I like that too. That's a coffee brown. We got variations. We got Brave Star, and then we got Lothor at Coco Brown. With our new young heroes proving their worth, four become eight, defending the earth. Defenders of the earth. Defenders. Defenders of the earth. Oh, did you hear the end result? Look, <laughs> God damn that boy bust nuts. Them ladies were more everybody lost their elixirs. Lost their elixirs. How did they finish it? <laughs> God damn that shit is fire. Oh, one for all and all for one. Musketeers arrived, and even that one I used to watch too. Is this, is this Star Wars? Life is like a hurricane. Mm -mm. Doctor. Oh, not bad. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Ducktails. Woo! Something, 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 something. Ducktails. I don't know the lyrics to this song. Behind you. This was a classic. This one too was a big boy show, man.
You're in hell, that's where you are. Fear not, ranger. Barbarian, magician, thief. Cavalier and acrobat. was Venger, the force of evil. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. That was a cool cartoon as well, man. Used to be, that was a scary cartoon as well. Where's Voltron theme song? Didn't include Voltron theme song here. There's a nice link here, but that's an hour and five minutes. Here I come to save the day. That means that Mighty Mouse is on the way. so all the different characters are basically you know, introducing themselves and giving their names to, you know, the viewers. There's a very, very awesome part coming. That guy was dope. The way he came in. My name is Ninjas. The guy Ninjas. Ninjas. I'm Ninjas. I'm Sid Zoolander, ZZ for short, you know I fight the corp, I'm the boss master. Listen up you all, you're the boys brigade, when it's laser time, put on the 3D shade. Laser time, boys! What's master? What's master? What's master? In case you didn't get the name of the title, the title of the song is a uh, song cartoon is called Sky Surfers. And this was on um, Fox Kids. Badass cartoon. The animation too, crisp. Very crisp. Very, very crisp. I don't know if they can do, do a um, reboot for this one. But Fox Kids too, when we first came to this country, my brother and I, that was another dope um, uh, kids TV channel. Very, very on point with the animation um, selections as well. <laughs> Alright then, let me see if I can leave you guys with a tease. I want to tease you guys before I end the show. Because it's well well over an hour now. Which is fine. My shows always go over an hour. I have no issues with them. It's just um, editing it can take the same amount of time sometimes. If I'm going to do some little, you know, sound bites and whatnot. But let me just tease y'all 
since this shall be not since there this shall be this is the end of episode one it's quite late even though i do eat my dinner late i'm still going to cook none the freaking less i'm gonna have some yams maybe some plantain on the side or just the yam alone i, I do love my yam you know this just 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 to tease you for the next episode hopefully i'll be able to record the next one tomorrow just a little teaser <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you were expecting. Yes. If you lie now listening to this, you're expecting it to continue. Don't lie to yourself out here. You're expecting it to continue, man. Let me just give you one more then. Not that that one is for tomorrow. Hopefully we intro the next episode with that one. Hmm? But let me just leave you with the with the fine classic as I as I wind down and close out the show. Mm-hmm. Close out the nostalgia cartoon theme song podcast. I didn't I didn't title it at the start. I just wanted you guys to get into the vibe with me. Huh? How nostalgia? How nostalgia? How, nostal- how nostalgic do you feel after hearing these theme songs? Mm-hmm. Let me know. Let me, I'm, I'm, I'm actually I might do a poll. No, I will do a poll. Which was your favorite '80s or '90s action cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do a poll on my Insta, and I'll do a poll on the uh, um, Spotify app as well. And those who have the app will be able to partake. Because I know this thing, Anchor doesn't let you interact with the um, polls unless you have the Spotify app. I mean, this is what it is. I'm not whining. But I still, I'll still do it on my Instagram stories. What were your favorite, um, if it's singular or multiple, action 80s cartoons? Action, action 80s and 90s cartoons. So yes, the Cosmic Jedi is going to sign out with this one for you, my beautiful people. My familiar, if you've listened thus far... You've gotten to the end of the show. You can hear my voice now. You haven't skipped a beat. Not at all. You've listened attentively whilst moist in your sacred eardrums. Get ready. As I sign out this show with this beautiful, original, hardcore classic. Of course, it might be a wink at the new release coming out this year. Wink, wink. Classic. How many views has this got on, on YouTube? Well, on Warner Brothers' official page, it's got 2 million views, 44,000 likes. I feel that's sacrilegious. I feel that's sacrilegious. 2 million views, I think that's average. I think, In fact, I think that's below average. I feel 44,000 likes 
is dishonorable. Dishonor to their families, dishonor to their tribes, dishonor to their culture, dishonor to their nation. Dishonor. 44,000 likes? Dishonor. This is the Batman original animated series remastered opening title. It's only got 2 million. Maybe there's someone, another page that got like raked like 6. 10 million views sounds just about right. Like I think the Transformers theme song. How many views is that one? I can't even, I can't even find a link. I can't find a tab. Can't find a tab. That sucks. That really sucks. I don't know. 44,000 is it's just rude. Disrespectful. But brothers and sisters, boys and girls, you beautiful human beings, you beautiful, beautiful creatures, you handsome men and good looking women, you happy, healthy beings. I have been your one and only host, the Cosmic Jedi, and you have been sat or stood with me, or cooking, or maybe you're in the shower, or doing naughty, naughty things to your vessel, or chilling with your child, children, niece, nephew, wherever you were at, as you were listening to this magnificent, eventual, and final comeback to my podcast show. You have been entertained by I, and you have been sat with me in the multidimensional cosmic Jedi show. I do trust you enjoyed yourselves. I am infinite. I am forever. I was, I am, and always will be eternal. Thank you for listening. Thank you for lending me your ears, your beautiful, soft, oddly shaped, cute shaped ears, and taking the time to listen to me monologue even at the end of the show, people. That's how beautiful it is to have you with me. I would say like, but there's no like button on this link. But do share with your other familiar people, of course. But those who understand you and will enjoy me when they come across my show. Grace their ears with my beautiful voice. Let them know I exist. And they're welcome here to enjoy the content. It's a weird show. It's an interesting, eccentric show. Spiritual matters, movies, games, sex, some rants here and there, some Afro beats, Afro pop, and other things in between your mind can't even fathom. Today was nostalgia? Goodness, where is he going next, you ask? Stay tuned. And you no longer need to ask, for you will find out where we shall be going. I bid you goodbye. I bid you good night. Good evening. Good morrow. It looks something like this. <laughs>